listener, beware! You gave us the scares! Hello, and welcome to Say Podcast and Die. It's another mini-sode. That's right. Theories. Uh, queries. A lot of queries today. Yes. I'm Alyssa. I'm Andy, and I'm about to be queried and, and made to look a fool, I think. <laughs> so recently, it was very cold, and Andy and I decided, what better time than to do a free trial of the Lifetime Movie Club and watch some real, real masterpieces. And masterpieces they were. There was a great one on... Uh, Eh, that's an exaggeration. There was one <laughs> what? on... What? That was an exaggeration? <laughs> there, There is one on Robert Durst's wife he killed. And it is not a great movie. Although I would say the guy who plays Robert Durst does a really... Just does an impression. <laughs> um, and I just think Robert Durst is interesting, so I liked watching it. As we're going through these Lifetime movie descriptions... Most of the ones we watched were about baby snatching because we're fucking weird. <laughs> You know, just to prepare for the challenges of parenthood. Yeah, they're all called, like, Deadly Mommy and, like, Daddy Deadly. And <laughs> watch out, there's a baby snatcher. <laughs> the famous classic, watch out, there's a baby snatcher. <laughs> well, I started noticing some of these descriptions and thinking they looked an awful lot like a lot of R.L. Stein plots. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Because that's the thriller trap always, right? Where it's like, is it horror or is it for chicks? <laughs> Or is it both? Yeah, but we got to call it a thriller because, So know, dudes will watch it. Right. Well, and as we learned from Diane Ho, identifying as a female horror fan can really get you a lot of raised eyebrows if you don't find a way to recast it. That's right. And that's what the Lifetime Movie Network has been, you know, really specializing in. So I combed through some Lifetime movies and some Arl Stein books for some plot descriptions. And I've taken, I've made some simplified plot descriptions and I'm going to read them to Andy, and Andy has to tell me, was this R.L. Stein or the Lifetime Movie Network? I'm calling it RLS versus LMN. <laughs> I am surprised that you could simplify these plots. Yeah, yeah a, lo a lot of nuance has been lost, and I apologize for that in advance. It's okay. RLS versus LMN versus Andy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll keep a running score of myself. Yeah. So I was thinking, so yeah, you get a point for guessing correctly. And if you actually know the title that I'm referring to, a bonus point. I definitely won't. <laughs> there are a few that you might. Uh, round one, cheerleading. Okay. A new girl wants to join the cheerleading squad, but there's only one spot left. The competition becomes deadly. Is there going to be, like, one of each, and I have to guess which is which? There are... So I have five for the cheerleading category. Oh, shit. Can you tell me again? The new girl... And this is kind of an unfair simplification, because this plot goes with quite a lot of things. Yeah, I new, think so. A new girl wants to join the cheerleading squad, but there's only one spot left. The competition becomes deadly. I think that's a Lifetime movie. I think I've seen this one. This one is Give Me a K-I-L-L -L by Earl Stein. <laughs> But it's a little unfair because we're going to go through some of these and you're going to see this is kind of the plot of a lot of them. Yeah, I really thought we watched that one, like, on a road trip once. A cheerleader suspects that the new captain of the cheer squad had something to do with the death of the old captain. R.L. Stein? That is the wrong cheer captain by the Lifetime Movie Network. The wrong cheer captain? Well, <laughs> if you had mentioned that it had Vivica A. Fox in it, I would have known. See, I couldn't do that giveaway that there's a person of color in it. <laughs> right, then it couldn't be an R.L. Stein book. <laughs> Two sisters move to town and want to join their new school's cheer squad. 
The squad is suspicious at first, but lets them join. Then, the captain of the squad dies suddenly in a mysterious car accident. Oh. I don't know how those things would connect. <laughs> I'm going to say R.L. Stein. Yes. That is Fear Street Cheerleader's first evil. It has a turn that's just a bit too surprising to be Lifetime. That person comes back from the dead and is possessed by Sarah Fear. Perfect. Yeah. And I hope, like, is inhabiting a car or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's your score? One? One. One. Okay, so I'm just, I'm not keeping track, so. You're just dragging me, I get it. <laughs> Two friends get into an exclusive cheer camp, but they find that they're not welcome at all. In fact, the other girls have a dangerous plan to get them out of the way. Forever. Why? I don't have that information. Is it Lifetime? <laughs> it is. Cheer Camp Killer. Which, that title could have been Arlstein, though. I wonder what they're covering up that they don't want other people coming to their cheer camp. I don't know. I think it's just a, like, you're not one of us type of thing. Hmm. All right, last one. A girl wants nothing more than to fulfill her mother's dream of her becoming a cheerleader, and she'll kill to make it happen. That sounds like Lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. So we watched this one. Do you remember what it's called? I think it's the one I thought the first one was. I think so. Was it called, like, Deadly Cheer Mom? <laughs> no, but that is an actual title of a Lifetime movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> this one is Dying to be a Cheerleader. Ah, yes. All right. Well... I like it. It's interesting thinking about these and noticing what little tells distinguish between these two almost identical <laughs> takes on the genre. And I think this one is more interested in the mother's relationship to uh -huh. the teen than Arlstein ever would be. Yeah. And the other thing is, I, so I think that Give Me a K-I-L-L -L was fairly early in his career mm. as, a, as a horror writer versus Fear Street Cheerleaders is like a spinoff of the Fear Street mm -hmm. brand at that point. And yeah. it's all connected to the history of Shadyside. I wonder how many of the Fear Street Cheerleaders or whatever, uh, any Fear Street book, was actually ghostwritten by someone who also wrote for Lifetime. It, Goosepunks, if you know of anybody who had that crossover, let us know. It must, I it meet must them. exist. Yeah. All right. So we're going into round two, and you have three points, two points? Three. Three. Thank okay. You. Round two. Bad boyfriends. Oh, yes. That we, I don't think we've met a good one yet in the Gooseverse. <laughs> or in Lifetime. No. <laughs> Just bland at best. <laughs> Two girls have a crush on the same boy and would do anything to go out with him. What they don't know is that his last girlfriend ended up dead. Okay. This could be either, I'm going to say, Arlstein. Yeah. This is Arlstein, the boy next door. Yeah. Cool. A girl falls for the handsome boy who moved in next door. But as they become closer, she realizes there's more to him than meets the eye. That's very vague. <laughs> like, he also likes cars or something. <laughs> yeah, it turns out he has a degree in psychology and he's, like, really deep. <laughs> I'm going to say that's just empty enough that it must be Lifetime. Yeah. It's the wrong boy next door. The wrong boy next door. Because the first one, I was thinking it's R.L. Stein because if there's, like, someone who's dead or yeah. something, then... <laughs> Not that Lifetime doesn't do that, but that just seemed spooky mm -hmm. to me. On vacation, a young woman starts to fall for her handsome neighbor. When he turns up dead, she becomes the prime suspect. Oh, cool. I'm going to say Lifetime. Yeah, which is also called The Boy Next Door. <laughs> so, yeah, and I think the reason I think that is just because it seems almost like a, like more of a rom-com plot meets... What's the name of that girl with the Italian roommate? Oh, Amanda Knox? Meets like a, yeah, an Amanda Knox biopic. That feels very Lifetime to me. It does, yeah. And also, it's like, she's not going on vacation with her family. She's not going to summer camp, right? Right. I think she's even a romance novelist in this. Uh -huh. Cool. Okay. That sounds good, actually. 
A girl with an overprotective mother falls for a new guy in town, but she soon realizes he isn't who he says he is, and that his last girlfriend was never seen again. Uh, wow. That could be either, because the overprotective mom reminds me a little bit of, like, the snowman and stuff, but I really don't feel like Arlstein spends a lot of time on mothers, you know? Also, the mother was dead in uh, the snowman. Yeah, but she had, like, guardians Mm -hmm. who were overprotective. Can you read it one more time? A girl with an overprotective mother falls for a new guy in town, but she soon realizes he isn't who he says he is, and that his last girlfriend was never seen again. God, that's so much like the first one. <laughs> I know. That's why I thought this game would be really hard. It is. I want to say both. Um, I guess I'm going to say Errol Stein. That is the Lifetime Movie Network. Damn. You could come back by guessing what movie it is, because we've seen it. What? <laughs> it's a classic, Andy. An overprotective... Are you talking about... The one about Gypsy Rose Blanchard? <laughs> no. No. I don't know. Mother may asleep with danger. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's oh, why man. she had to ask for her per- ask permission to sleep with danger. <laughs> I just, I wonder what it says about a plot that a accurate description of it does not jog to memory the story itself. Yeah. So a little bit of that is my fault, taking out some like identifying details. But yes. Yeah, well, because it's just like, well, that plot is hardly about that. It's like saying the Odyssey is about a guy who goes on a long trip and then (laughs) comes back later. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But the real Odyssey was the lessons we learned along the way. None. We learned none. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Two friends discover a bag full of cash, enough to change their lives. But when one of them tells her boyfriend about the money, she realizes that he wants it no matter the cost. Oh, that's cool. I think I saw a thriller like this that was not Lifetime or R.L. Stein. I think we watched it, actually. It was like a horror movie. People are, like, hiding a bag of cash in their roof or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I vaguely know what you're talking about. I think it was it's drug also- money. Yeah, and it's, like, also the plot of No Country for Old Men. <laughs> well, this sounds like it has boys. You're right. <laughs> I was going to say, this sounds like it has at least one male protagonist, so I'm going to say R.L. Stein. That's right. Yeah. It's The Rich Girl by Arlstein. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because, like, Lifetime never, almost never has male protagonists. That's true. Good for them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just switching it up, you know. A shy girl is asked out by two boys, but one of them is deadly. Oh, sounds boring. She doesn't know which one it is. That's part of the plot. So she has to guess. (laughs) It's like the um, dating game killer, except not horrifying. (laughs) It's not like the dating game killer at all. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm going to say Lifetime. That is First Date by R.L. Stein. Oh. Is the premise like there's two guys and she has to guess which one's a killer? No, she's shy and two guys are into her. I think she goes out with both of them, but one of them's bad. Oh, that's also like the plot of so many R.L. Stein books that we've read. Mm -hmm. It's like... Which of the men in my life is stalking me or trying to kill me? Basically, yeah. Is it Chuck? It wasn't Chuck, but it's But he's Chuck. also an ass- abusive asshole. Yeah. A new guy moves into town and all the girls are into him, but the girls who flirt with him start to die. Oh, no. I am going to say Lifetime. That is Arl Stein, the new boy. Wow. Why did they start to die? Um, I don't know. I haven't read it. A curse? I don't know. You should really tell people. <laughs> If you flirt with me, you die. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good practice when writing a thriller that on the back of the book you want to you want to say that what the twist is. No, no, I mean that the, that guy should wear oh. a sign that's like, "Be careful not to flirt with me." <laughs> it's like Midas or something. It says flirting, and there's a circle with a line through it. 
That'd be such an interesting power move, actually. <laughs> a new guy moves to town. Soon, he starts convincing other kids to set fires. Cool. So he's a child? <laughs> Sorry. No, like a teen. A teen. That's the whole plot? Is that not exciting enough? He's like, oh, let's set some fires. I'm edgy. It doesn't sound like a Lifetime movie. It sounds like Arl Stein. <laughs> yeah, it's called The Fire Game. That's really cool. But yeah, Arl Stein uh, will write about boys sometimes, yeah. and Lifetime is not going to. Unless it was like, a mother is concerned about her son who keeps starting fires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a girl is excited to go on her first getaway with her new boyfriend to a cabin in the woods. But once they're there, she learns about his family's dark secrets. Lifetime. Yes, it's called Secrets in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> A girl desperately wants to be part of the popular crowd. Then her boyfriend dares her to kill one of their teachers in order to prove herself. Holy shit. <laughs> what? I just... Yeah, that escalates quickly. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there must be more going on. You know, like, why does he want this teacher dead? I feel like he's got his own motives. Uh, but anyway, that sounds so stupidly <laughs> over the top. Um, I have no idea who would do that. It seems kind of wrong for both. Erlstein? Yeah. It's called The Dare. I think we got to read some more Fear Street. Yeah. I'm up to 10 points, by the way. Excellent. Excellent. All right. It's time for round three. Round three. Girlfriends can be bad, too. <sighs> Don't have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for not noticing my joke. <laughs> I noticed it. I'm your wife, though, so I assume it's your girlfriends who are giving you the problems. <laughs> um, a teenage girl tries to bond with her new stepsister, but then discovers her step stepsister has a deadly secret. Oh, that would be the book where Marion and Don move in together. <laughs> and there's like a ghost also. I think it's called Don's Wicked Stepsister or something. <laughs> it sounds like it could be either, I'm going to say, Arl Stein. Yeah, the stepsister. Yeah, I feel like that idea of it being like two protagonists who are of the same age, I don't feel like Lifetime tends to do that. There has to be like one clearly good and one clearly bad, and we're not so much interested in their relationship as a relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. I think there are some that are like, oh, the popular crowd versus the good girl, right? Yeah, it's true. But I feel like this one sounds like it's a bit more tightly focused around a relationship between two people mm -hmm. rather than one being like a weird caricature. Yeah. It was interesting. I When I was on the website looking at this, I saw the cover and I was like, oh, this is the book I've been trying to think of as like I have very vivid memories of certain plot points from that book. Oh, wow. For some reason, like the um, stepsister putting peroxide in the protagonist's shampoo bottle so that <laughs> her hair like turns blonde and like also kind of falls out. That happens in Matilda. When a new girl comes to school, the star athlete imme immediately falls in love with her. But then his friends notice him acting strange and pulling away from them and his sports team. Because he likes this girl? That's all the information I can give you. Well, that's the plot of Much Ado About Nothing. It's Shakespeare. <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> yeah, that guy who left his sports team. Yeah, the guy, what's his fuck, who gets with Hero. <laughs> he's like an asshole. Claudio. Ah, yeah. And then Benedict's all like, oh, I thought he like was a cool guy, but he just likes girls. <laughs> so yeah, trick question is Shakespeare. <laughs> okay, Lifetime. It is Arl Stein, the new girl. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Arl Stein said in one quote we, we, when we listened to his masterclass, he said Shakespeare is useful too. That's true. Because he yeah. wrote a book called Midsummer Night's Scream, and he's like, <laughs> I took that title from Shakespeare. So you see, Shakespeare is useful too. Right. Yeah, this was the first Fear Street book, actually. And the reason oh. the reason this guy is acting weird is that his new girlfriend's a ghost or such. 
cool. Yeah. That will make you act weird. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, my girlfriend's a vampire. So. A girl's life is turned upside down when a delusional girl starts claiming to be her best friend. Cool. And she'll go to any lengths to make that delusion a reality. Lifetime. The Best Friend by Earl Stein. What? But it's also a Lifetime movie. <laughs> Of course, in so many Lifetime movies. And it's also um, single white female. I think this might also be the one. So in his masterclass, he talks about you have to do a, a resolution, uh, like a proper oh. resolution, because he got all these letters about this book where the protagonist do- isn't vindicated in the end. And he got all these letters saying, you're stupid. You did the ending wrong. So he wrote a sequel. Let's, and I think it's this one. Let's definitely read that one. Yeah. I would like to read the one where he goes off script. Yeah. All right. After his girlfriend died in a mysterious accident, a young man is ready to start dating again. He has the perfect date, or so he thinks. A young man, you say? Mm. R.L. Stein? Yeah. The perfect date? Yeah. A new girl befriends a girl obsessed with becoming prom queen and is willing to do anything to make it happen. That could easily be either. It definitely, (laughs) I would guess, comes up in both. But I'm going to say Lifetime. Psycho prom queen. Is it Lifetime? It is Lifetime. Psycho prom queen. That's so Arlstein puts a little more care into his titles, yeah. Yeah, because Lifetime's just trying to signal to you as quickly as possible what to expect. Yeah. Like Deadly Cheer Mom. Yeah. A girl is voted homecoming queen, and someone is willing to kill to unseat her. Carrie. Stephen <laughs> King. And I guess if it's by Carrie by Stephen King, then probably Arlstein. Yeah, it's called Who Killed the Homecoming Queen? Yes. Arlstein proudly admits that he likes to just take that guy's plots. <laughs> A girl makes a group of new friends, but then a prank turns deadly and the friends blame the murder on her. Could be either. I'm going to say it feels a little lifetimey to me. Correct. It is my daughter's psycho friends. (laughs) It sounds like your daughter's no peach herself. (laughs) You know. So then we come to our last last round. I'm at 15, by the way. Excellent. Out of how many, though? 32. So there's 10 more questions. I'm going to try. Wow. Alyssa, (laughs) you really went all in. I did. Um, so this last round I called Grab Bag Horrors. This is they're so miscellaneous. hard. <laughs> a volunteer stumbles across a, ho- a hospital's dark secrets, and the doctors and nurses don't want to let her get away. Arlstein. Correct. That is The Knife by Arlstein. Yeah, I feel like Arlstein's a little more intellectual. Yeah, of it course. It sounds like a kind of Sylvia Plathy sort of a story. Yeah, it's true. Although we did literally last night watch uh, some something about a hospital volunteer who somehow has access to everything in the hospital. What movie? Pregnant and Deadly? Oh, right, right, right. No, I think that, I mean, I feel like that was barely about the secrets of a hospital. Yeah, you know? that's true. It was just about this, like, badly run hospital. Yeah. A babysitter is getting over a humiliating family scandal and discovers a popular girl may be to blame, and she decides to take revenge. Oh. She's a, I don't see how her being a babysitter is relevant, <laughs> really. So I'm just going to say Arlstein because it sounds like it's a babysitter book that he tried to kind of shoehorn into a babysitter series. This is The Babysitter's Revenge by the Lifetime Movie Network. Oh. Mm. I wonder if they have, you know, how they have Deadly whatever. I wonder if they have a babysitter's series. Very possible. Yeah. Or a so-and-so's revenge series. Yeah. Yeah. Two girls are making sexy prank phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they can't be R.L. Stein. Yeah. When they get caught by one of the girls' half-brother, he wants to get in on the fun, but things go horribly wrong. This sounds like porn. <laughs> what the fuck are you reading me? Is this another trick question? No. Okay. That's awful. I'm going to say Lifetime. It is the wrong number by R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein? What the hell? Yeah, I think the prank phone calls don't really figure into it. I don't know why it's specified on his website that they were, like, sexy. Or maybe it was Wikipedia, but someone specified that they were sexy prank calls. 
And then someone's half-brother, Chuck, is like, I want to make prank calls, and they accidentally call a murderer. Is it the same Chuck, do you think? I hope so. So the... Because he thought he was funny. He sure did. And also made some pretty shitty phone calls. Yeah. I would say that that surprised me, though, because I don't... I'm not used to Arlstein being sexually explicit on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Again, you haven't read Superstitious. True. But yeah. It's very, it was very scarring. It might be the reason I'm gay. <laughs> Didn't you say that's where uh, the other place where he uses the the the, the moaning? Yeah, the oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, a group of friends go on a weekend getaway, but get stranded in the mountains with two strangers. Strangers with a deadly agenda. Hmm. Is it the one we read? It is the one we read. <laughs> yeah, it's R.L. Stein, and it is uh, Ski Weekend. Yeah, good job. Thank you. A killer stalks a girl at her babysitting job, and she must survive the night. The night, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, this could really be either again, but I'm going to say Errol Stein, one of the Babysitter books. This is Babysitter's Nightmare by the Lifetime Movie Network. I didn't know they had so many Babysitter movies. Yeah. Who knew? Not me. Till I Googled. Well, we're learning something today. Yeah. A family moves into a new home, unaware that there's a man living in their attic, a doctor on the run from his past. <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> For sure. Is it stocked by my doctor for? <laughs> yeah. It's part of that franchise. It's called Just What the Doctor Ordered. <laughs> okay, so as a side note, there was a different one called Stock My Doctor, The Patient's Revenge. That is about, uh, he, same, Eric Roberts, goes to... Julia Roberts' estranged brother. Yeah. He um, says they're not estranged anymore. I don't really know if that's true. <laughs> um, not if she's seen his movies. Well, so he goes to, like, a sleep clinic, and one of his patients has sexomnia they called it and like it's so weird it was really gr- like i was originally gonna use that one then i read the description and i was like no it bridged too far huh mm-hmm. kind of like um yeah just when you get try to watch it it sounds like italian giallo horror or something yeah. you know where you're just yeah. like i don't know if i want to see this it seems like it gets really nightmarish and not in a like actually scary way just in a what the hell why'd you make this way yeah a girl learns a terrible secret, and someone will do anything to make sure she never tells. Okay, that's so generic. <laughs> the second. description did not furnish me with enough information to know what the secret is. Because <laughs> now this is also making me wonder who writes these descriptions <laughs> and how much they phone it in. I'm going to say Lifetime. It is Arl Stein. What Holly heard. Oh, Holly. Holly. Cool name. Mm-hmm. A girl is thrilled to be the star of her high school play, but then she gets threatening phone calls from someone claiming to be her number one fan. Oh, that's creepy. I think that it could be either. I'm going to say Arl Stein. Yeah, the secret admirer. And I think I've read this one, too. I think he's, I have memories of this one. He's good with uh, books set in theater. He should do more of them. Yeah. After a friend confesses to murder, a girl decides to keep her friend's secret. <laughs> but was it a mistake? Yes, probably. <laughs> yeah. Unless it was a good reason to murder someone like he was like your Like it was like your teacher and your boyfriend dared you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um that again feels like it could be either but I'm going to say lifetime because it seems like a sh- a small plot. The confession by Earl Stein. Oh. Mm. So it sounds like the person confesses. Oh, it could be <laughs> the friend's confession to her, I guess. Yeah. All right, last one. A girl is accused by a classmate of murder. <laughs> You're not making this easy on me, friend. No, it's not my job here. I feel like we've actually already covered this one. This is the entire plot. Somebody is falsely accused of murder. Let's say Arl Stein. And that is accused at 17 by a lifetime. <laughs> accused at 17? Why? 
Why is they had a whole series that was blank at 17. So this is <laughs> accused at 17. Again, these sound like porn groupings. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that I got 19. I was really hoping to hit 20. Well, did you give yourself an extra point for a ski weekend? Oh, no, I hit 20. 20, baby. <sighs> nice. <laughs> Good for me. All, All right. right. Out of like 50, right? Uh, 32. Oh, that's yeah. over 50%. Respectable. Respectful. Yeah. 20 out of 32. Respectable, excuse me. Yeah. 20 out of 32. Respectful. Also. Respectful <laughs> to these these um scions of <laughs> narrative. All right, Goosepunks. If you can think of more of these questions for us, you can send them to us at saypodanddie at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can come up with some titles of your own that are like a mashup of R.L. Stein and Lifetime. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Well... Yeah, you can send us all your thoughts on all this stuff. And also, I'm just really interested in, like, what this reveals about the nuances of R.L. Stein's take on these genres versus Lifetime's take. Like, what mm-hmm. separates them? Yeah. So let's think through that together. Maybe we should do a comparison of, like, two that have, like, the same time yes. of description. Like, maybe we could do... A face-off. Who, who Killed the Homecoming Queen versus Psycho Homecoming Queen or Psycho Prom Queen or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Andy did the classic face-off gesture, and I really appreciated it. Yeah. What did you say the two titles were? Um, who Killed the Homecoming Queen and Psycho Prom Queen. Yeah, we'll we'll decide which one's the John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, and who is the Nicolas Cage? In any case, tell us all your thoughts on all of these things at Say Pada and Die on Twitter and Instagram. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Listeners beware. Send us more scares. Woo. Good boo. Good boo.